escaping the American attraction A bait and switch that's gonna throw you with distraction What do you think about this punk rock to start off? A little bit different than, uh, you know, hip hop. You know, the irony of this is that I can understand trap music, but I don't understand this. <laughs> I cannot understand the words of this. <laughs> and I can't understand trap music, but I can understand this. Trap music is like second English. <laughs> You're right. It's like a different type of English. It's definitely a second English because it's not part of the first English I learned. <laughs> Put the stick in the box. Also, you committed a murder. That's what it just sounded like. Yeah, well, that's the way of saying I committed a murder. Me, so it took me a while when the guy's like, "You put the stick in the box." He's talking about the magazine and the Uzi. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that kind of makes sense because the magazine of the Uzi is kind of long, and yeah. then the if you take the mag out, then it's kind of like a little box." So now, this, so when they say in the song, "Pull up with the stick," now sounds now you get it. Oh, I know. I'm, I didn't even know that was a phrase. Pull up with the stick. <laughs> It sounds like you're going to hit someone with a stick. <laughs> nope, you're about to hit somebody with a hot stick. <laughs> <laughs> with hot lead. <laughs> right. All right, well, so did you understand any of those words? American attraction. Dunna, 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 dunna. Something, something. A distraction. Dunna. So he said, a bait and switch that will throw you a distraction. Oh. Oh, he was talking some deep stuff right there. Yeah, so... So that was anti-flag. So I, I like anti-flag because they're kind of like you know punk rock, and you know I'm a I'm politically confused, and I like <laughs> I like a little counterculture ever here every now and then. As you're wearing the navy shirt, yeah. <laughs> hey man, you know my grandpa was in the navy. Oh man, Thank yeah. You so he, he gave me this shirt. It's the only thing I have from him, pretty much. But yeah, I I thought some uh, something a little patriotic, you know, or maybe anti-patriotic, but you know because we had that presidential debate, we have election coming up, so. <sighs> Yeah. Maybe we should start playing like, and I'm proud to be an American. Maybe we'll play that one next time. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyways. That's funny. Only presidential song I know is by Jeezy. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, anyways, uh, this is No Opinion Dismissed. Here, we we don't dismiss your opinions, at least not your first one. Maybe the second one. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone gets one free opinion. Yes. Including us, you can't dismiss our opinions either. We get more than one because we're yeah. the we're the host of the show. I at least get five. There you go, five before a rebuttal. <laughs> so we have a I have a correction to make for the record. So our last episode was about uh, we talked about a few different things, but one of the topics was September 11th, the terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. You know, I said the buildings were burning for about a week after the planes hit and the buildings collapsed. Right. So I was actually wrong about that. It was 12 weeks. It was the longest lasting building fire in all of history, which kind of fuels, no pun intended, <laughs> the conspiracies of like, why was this fire like not being able to be put out? Well, one, wow. the building was huge. And uh, the other, you know, fueling the conspiracy is, well, maybe, you know, certain nefarious things were done to, to keep the fire going or something. Uh, but man, can you believe that? Uh, 12 weeks? I mean, that's like, that's three months. Right, but I'm also thinking about like all the soot that was down there because that extinguishes fires, right? Like all that dust and debris and <sighs> being packed on top of it? I would think so. I, I mean, I would like to think so, but I, I couldn't tell you because I, I know there's been like some 
believe it or not, some escalator fires because eventually enough debris gets into the escalators and then it becomes some kind of like weird fuel for uh, if like someone drops a cigarette, then it like starts catching that stuff on fire. That sounds like asbestos. <laughs> sounds like old buildings. <laughs> no, this is like this is like garbage that people have dropped over time. Wow. Uh, but I don't know, like soot or whatever. I I don't know how that's related. No, I'd never get on an elevator the same. Well, no, it's I, an escalator, I, not an escalator. elevator. Oh, yeah. escalator. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Twelve weeks. I I thought that was. I, I I remember hearing about that and just and just being in awe that. Because I, I originally remember hearing about this, and I was just like, no way. <laughs> I, I heard it on the radio or, or TV, and, and uh, you know, this was back when I used to listen to Fox News all the time. Now, <laughs> I uh, don't listen to Fox News, n- not nearly quite as much or at all. Like, I don't watch TV anymore. But, you know, I remember Hannity say, believe it or not, you know, can you believe it? And he started talking about this. I was like, wait, what? So I, I look it up, and yeah, it's, you know. Just wanted to cause, uh, correct the record. I said one week in our, on our last podcast. How's that make you feel? It makes me feel even more confused on why this fire was. Because one week was a lot for me. Twelve of them is a little. That's a little just wild to believe. So today's block height, we're at six hundred fifty-two thousand six hundred nine. So that's today's date. On our way to a, on our way to a million. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Are we going to do something special for a million? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there will be all kinds of parties. You know, if I don't know if you knew this, but uh, they had parties for the halvings. So every 210,000 blocks is a halving. Mm-hmm. So the next halving is going to be uh, 840,000. So mm-hmm. that will be a big time. So the funny part is it doesn't go off of like, sure, a million might be significant, but 840 is going to be very significant too. Because okay. every four years is a is a big you know, or every two hundred ten thousand blocks is a big deal for you know okay. issuance. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, so every every four years or roughly every two hundred ten thousand blocks, uh, the amount of Bitcoin that get released every ten minutes gets cut in half. Right. Okay. Cool. So <clears throat> I started a, I, I came up with a theory, kind of like. On my car ride over here when we when I hung out <laughs> yesterday, but my theory was there's a there's a theory I call this the Tidwell theory of understanding. Are you interested? I'm very interested. Okay, so the Tidwell theory of understanding is there's three factors or three you know channels of understanding someone, whether or not you both know the same information, mm-hmm. how either person grew up. Or was nurtured, mm-hmm. and then the third one is who you are as a person. Genetics, you know. I, I, I'd like to think that no matter how much nurturing you get, some kids are still twerps, <laughs> and some kids are still you know just good, even if they get raised in a crappy situation. There, there's still like that piece of individuality that I don't want to take from people, and I like to think that we all have a little bit of difference in us, no matter what, no matter even if we look the same, uh, and which means. Two people that look the same might have less in common than two people that don't look the same. Yeah, twins. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You always have the good twin and the evil twin. (laughs) (laughs) So, so with these three things, so the first one is what you know. So I would be like, do we both listen to the same news channel, or are we both in the same Facebook group? Right. This is like the equivalent. How you grew up would be. Where did you grow up? Did you grow up in the north, the south, 
did you grow up in the hood? Did you grow up privileged kind of thing? Who are your parents? You know, because a lot of times, you know, your parents shape who you are too. Third one is just kind of like, kind of like the X factor, you know, <laughs> kind of like that thing that you can't quite put your finger on that. The thing that science would never be able to replicate. Yeah. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi of, of not understanding people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with all that being said, one of those, one of the three things, we can both know the same things. We can both know the same facts or, or listen to the same information and, and make opinions about it. And then the second and third are going to shape how we, how we feel about the, you know, even if we do know the, you know, the same information, but it's kind of hard. Uh, I feel like in today's, you know, today's age, you know, when I brought up the social dilemma movie, mm-hmm. people do not know the same information. People know very uh, pointed pieces of the same information, you know, because information can be information and misinformation. It's all grouped in together. It's what you know. Mm-hmm. What you know might be wrong. What you know might be right. But when I say what they know, it might still be wrong information, what they know. But Yeah, but <clears throat> I feel like I, I agree with you 90%. But I feel like a lot of it also is you can still know the same information. You can look and observe the exact same thing. But based on, like you said, nurture and your your own self, you draw a different conclusion For sure. than someone else as well. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think it's... If, but if you don't know that first one, if you don't know the same information as someone, <laughs> right, and that's be it's going to be very hard to ever be on the same page. And this is this is what I get to because I have a lot of friends who hate Trump. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a lot of friends who like Trump. I'm yeah. in a I'm in a kind of an interesting situation where I get to kind of probe into both groups. And Same. when I when I talk about uh, the group that really hates Trump, uh, this is my high school friends, right? My high school friends all dislike mm-hmm. Trump, and they're interesting people. And I have a lot of respect for these people, right? And they're they're my buddies. They're my yeah. they're my homeboys, right? And then a lot of my older friends <laughs> actually like Trump, right? And <laughs> right. these are going to be the people. Uh, you know, that I associate with that a lot of these people have their own businesses or they're just, you know, uh, I would say a little bit older, typically. Uh, I haven't really noticed pattern on race, actually, in my group of friends, at least. Mm-hmm. Granted, I don't associate with maybe, I guess you could say the average person or whatever, but my diverse group of friends, I haven't noticed any patterns. Like, you could be Asian, black, white, I, I haven't noticed anything specific, but... Mm-hmm. I would probably, I think we can both agree, most black people probably don't like Trump. You will be shocked. Okay. You will be extremely shocked because I I see more so more people are indifferent of indifferent. Trump than, okay, hate, okay. than okay. hate him. But but I will say the first election, they hated him. I, but some people are turning, the, the, they're turning on him. They're, they're turning more so like he's indifferent. Yeah. Because it's like Trump, Trump, Okay, Trump puts everything on the table. He says what it is, and this is how he's thinking, right? But then almost have, a little bit too much. Yeah, too much. But you know, at least you still know what you got. But with Biden, a lot of people feel like we don't know what we have because he was also a segregationist, and how. And a lot of people are saying like, what are his true values? We don't know his true values. We know Trump is like Trump. Trump's like whatever makes money, cool. I don't really care if you're black. <laughs> we don't care if you're white. Whatever makes me money, I don't care. And I, and in a sense, I can like, I kind of respect it. You we know? we just lost all of our liberal <laughs> listeners. All right. I hope you're, I hope you're happy. We just lost our single liberal listener. 
Thanks a lot. We needed that. You know what? Actually, if you're listening to this, dislike the video. Do not share this video. We're going back to, uh, oh my God, what's the name? Fight Club rules. Don't talk about this podcast. Rule one and two. Don't share this video or this this audio. You know what? You, you just you made me upset. We just lost everyone. Might as well just lose everyone else. <laughs> well, then let me tell you what I think about Hillary. No. <laughs> so... So, okay, so the reason I'm bringing this up is because when I talk to people about this, uh, and what I've noticed is this is more on the anti-Trump side, it's stuff like this. How can you not know? How could you support or not support? You know, we need to get him out. Like, how could you not? I don't understand how you could possibly think. You know, these kind of things. You must either be racist or retarded, you know, ad hominem, you know. Yeah. Ad hom- <laughs> God, I, can't, I can't talk today. But uh, I, very, very pointed. And then uh, usually from the pro, more pro-Trump side is, God, it just seems like everyone who's pro-Trump that I talk to is somewhat of a conspiracy theorist. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. It's almost like, yeah, he's not part of the group. He's our only chance for freedom. You know, it's just like. Uh, okay, <laughs> so it's it's either like, either like, uh, and everyone's out to get Trump. You can't trust anybody, and it's mm-hmm. anyway. So that's that's my view on it. And obviously, you know, via the social dilemma and via the the movie that is, yeah. and and you know how everyone is, you know, in the circle jerk of of you know this feedback loop of what you want to hear. You you know reinforcing what you already know. Yep, uh, it isn't really helping the the bridge between uh, it's really just dividing us right we we we've, we've talked about this and i want to bring back the patriot that was actually bringing us together that who is no longer doing this as much dave chappelle ah oh. dave chappelle people like dave chappelle mm-hmm. were bringing us together especially with black white relations yeah and i don't really see that as much anymore I don't. I don't see it as much. I, I. I don't know if I see it at all. Maybe because I'm not exposing myself to it. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> Dave Chappelle did a great job at saying, "Hey, look, we're different, and this is this can be okay, and this can be funny, and we can move kind of past this." Versus now, it's uh, this is this is my interpretation. So you can get mad yeah. at me all you want, and then tell me why I'm racist or dumb. But in my opinion, now the narrative is more like, you know what. I don't know if white people can ever repent for their sins. You know, I, I you know, it's like if it, it just might not be possible. It, it's it's really going. I feel like the other way now, and this uh-huh. is to do with, uh, you know, critical race theory. This is to do with, uh, you know, I would say some of the, I don't even know what to call them, like Karens of of, <laughs> of race race relations. Yeah. You know, you're even talking about this yourself, how, how black people want segregation now, which is yeah. what the racist white people want. And it's just like, well, okay. <laughs> now we're back to the now, 60s. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going back in time, right? So, right. anyways, so, so that's, so this is, this is, let me circle back. Let me try to save this if I can, back to the Tidwell theory of understanding. It's what you know is being severely compromised more so than ever. I don't think we're ever going to get number two or number three. Number two being how you grew up, how you're nurtured, and number three is who you are. Number three is an X factor. You could grow up in the same hood, 
have the same race, have the same mama, and you could be thinking differently than your brother. That's yeah. the X factor, okay? Can't, can't worry about that one. Number two is if you, grow, you know, grow, growing up poor, growing up in this neighborhood, growing up with these kind of beliefs, you know, political identity with your parents, whatever. Uh, can't really fix that one, too, because you're kind of set in your ways, and it's hard to change people. Right. But number one, I don't feel like has ever been compromised to this extreme. I feel like it's always been compromised to some extent, obviously. This, we don't understand each other as a, as a society, as, as a people, as a, you know, as a citizen of, of America. We don't understand each other. No. Only recently <laughs> did we even start trying to. Like, like I said, a lot of this segregation stuff and all that was only 50 years ago. So, like, maybe our parents, maybe our parents, but for sure us, are probably the first generation to really even make that kind of bridge of a gap. Like, you know, it was, of course you had some people, you know, trying to do it back in the day, but I'm saying, like, the majority. I, maybe more so, like, the internet. Mm-hmm. The internet's given people access to look up stuff. Yeah. Versus before, it's kind of like there was the newspaper. Right. So now it's... You can learn about things that are going to shape your opinion, and you could jump down a rabbit hole that someone else doesn't have time to do or hasn't done, and y'all, you know, you're just not going to know the same information. So I think I think that's more along the lines of what I'm talking about. With like we don't understand each other as that's like the bigger category, but the part where we just know the same information, you know, Mm -hmm. like number one of those three items has just it's just getting more and more you know diluted with people having access to information or misinformation. Yeah. That's what um what's his name Morgan Freeman? He said what's the what's the downfall of too much information? Yeah. I so so here's the deal. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm starting to agree. So the downfall of too much information is we all don't know the same thing. So everyone's going to think everyone's stupid. I mean, Ooh, it literally goes it literally right. it literally goes to rule number 1 mm-hmm. of the podcast. It's just solidifying rule number 1 to to uh, to the extreme, right? Because because mm-hmm. obviously you can think someone's an idiot and smart. You can think someone's like, hey, this guy obviously he's an idiot because of rule number one. <laughs> it's like it is what it is. But you know, I can I can we can talk about this and learn from each other. Hard to realize rule number two. <laughs> jump down this rabbit hole and then you know you, you it's hard to look back at yourself and you think these facts are solidified facts. Yeah, well, and and they very well might be right. Yeah, but it's just. It's it. You have to remember that you're not going to know the whole picture as well. So that's that's my. I, I don't know what I would call this. I just maybe this isn't really a theory. This is just me ranting. But I'm calling this the Tidwell theory of understanding. I like maybe it, we bro. can reference it if if you like it. I like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write a paper on it. <laughs> a sc- scholarly paper. A s- uh, if you want to call it scholarly. <laughs> Robin Hood. What's been going on? What's been going on in the stock market? Ooh, um, this week. Amazing. For me, I bought in too early into a stock, so I'm down. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, I'm down. No, overall, I'm not down, of course. But for this week, I'm down. And it's only literally because I bought in too early. And I found out that's a thing. What did you learn? I learned that um, the information I get my, the people I get my information from actually post at what points I should actually be buying. And I completely skipped over it. Because for the last 24 weeks, I didn't pay attention to it, and I was freaking making a killing. But this time, I should have paid attention, and I could have I could have probably almost had like 50% of my overall nest in one week if I listened so, to that. So 
but you you think these people are still uh, God's gift to the world? They'll they'll still be right, stock dweebs. Yes, yes. I, I, like I said, tw- this is twenty four weeks in. This is my first loss, and and the week's not even over. I could possibly still make something out of it. Yeah, uh, twenty four weeks in, and I finally caught my first loss so far. And I think it, I can but, get it but, back though. But the thing that you the thing that you say that you're learning is, oh, if I just were to listen about the timing. Mm-hmm. But how many times would you have lost if you listened to them about timing in the past? That's a good question because I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, my my theory is, you know, you're going to take a you're going to take uh, your lumps, you know, yeah. you're. But like I said, like knowing how the stock market is, I'm not expecting not to take lumps. Like I don't want you to think I'm thinking that. Like I'm just going to hit every single time. But one out of twenty four <laughs> as of a loss, I will take that. You have to also remember. <laughs> you have to all, uh, remember that we've been in a pretty bullish market since you've been doing this. Uh, that's also true. But I'm I may I hit every week in September, and that was a um, that was a kind of a bearish little. A I'm week. talking about in general. Oh, yeah, since since uh, March or whatever, mm-hmm. we've been bullish as hell. Right. So, you know, it's easy to think everyone's smart and a genius, right? If if everyone's making money, but. Everyone was like this in 2017, and then 2018, 20, you know, 19 roll around, and everyone's, oh my god! I thought, you know, I have to sell all my stuff now because I mm-hmm. over leveraged. Or not if you're in options now, you can do a put. <laughs> <laughs> I make money up or I make money down. Yeah, well, how do you how do you know where the market's gonna go? <clears throat> SQQ stock. That's what I watch. I, I think, watch those SQQ uh, ETFs. I, I so. My opinion is you don't understand that this is gambling yet. I do understand it's gambling. Okay. I do. Well, you do. Okay. But you you, you, you talk as if the odds are in your favor. That's the part where I'm, I'm doubtful. I'm doubtful. I'm not saying it's yeah. not around 50%, but I'm doubtful that it's much higher than 50%. Uh, it depends on how you look at it because I'm literally looking at it's either going to go up or it's going to go down. I don't mm-hmm. care how much how much it goes up. That doesn't. I don't care about because I'm out in less than four hours. <laughs> so as long as it goes up, mm-hmm. I'm fine. If I do a call, but if it goes down and I did a put, then I'm good. So kind of to me, it is fifty percent. Okay. So well, more more power more power to you yeah. if you can if you can make money doing this. So what I did, I started an index fund for our podcast. Mm-hmm. For you to follow or our one listener to follow, <laughs> so I'm calling this the Nod Index, the No Opinion Dismissed Index, which is doing amazing, by the way. It's doing really well, but then again, we're in a bull market, right? Mm-hmm. We the Dow Jones could go way over 30k, and this and this index fund could could go through the roof. But it's you know it's not because I'm I'm you know I I know the future. <laughs> it's just it's it is what it is, but playing your odds yeah so the let me tell you what the index fund is cons, uh, consists of in case someone else wants to get in on this but it's trade desk twilio fastly nvidia amd DraftKings, roku trade desk tesla crowdstrike holdings amazon and this nvta which is nvite or something mm-hmm isn't this sad? I don't even know some of these companies I put money into. <laughs> so essentially, 
It's all tech stocks, I see. So essentially, you know how you trust stock dweebs? Yeah. I met with one of my ex-bosses for lunch, and uh, he's making a killing. Apparently, everyone is a genius when it comes to the stock market. Maybe people just don't talk about how they lose money, but... Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. But But... What I'm doing is I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I could buy a mutual fund or I could make my own mutual fund, which is kind of what I'm doing. So I'm just putting a little bit of money into each one of these stocks every month and we'll see what happens. So, so far it's been going way up and we'll see where it goes from here. It's, it's funny because like the way that you're doing it is what I pay someone to do. And I feel like if I would have put, let's say $50,000 into this, I would have made way more money. I didn't have to pay anybody. And you don't have to pay the fees. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because he takes he takes 3% off profits for that year. Yeah. You should fire him. You should right. just do this. But it, he's taking 3% of the 7% I make. Yeah. So when are you going to fire him? But I'm still up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the catch 22. I'm making money. <laughs> God. I know. I'm trying to help you here. It's just not working. It's like I, it's like I look at him like he's taking a lot, but then I'm like he's making me a lot at the same time too. So now right. I understand it. But I like to have, like I said, I like to have a big nest of um, different things: crypto, this, uh, my own options that I'm doing, which I'm doing pretty well in um, yeah. businesses and, and, of course, real estate. Yeah, Bitcoin's obviously going to go to a hundred thousand dollars within the next twelve months. A million. Million, yeah, million. That's what I meant. Yeah, that, that's that's why I put everything in that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I sold. I uh, took out a second mortgage for it. I, I would take. <laughs> I would take out a third mortgage. Thanks. That, you or know a fourth what? mortgage. I need to put you in my financial. Can, can you can can you take out uh, a third mortgage right after you take out a second mortgage? The way the economy is right now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just just keep uh, well, over zero percent APR. It's like, it's like you've you've taken out like seven hundred. Like you've taken out like seven times the. Like the ownership, like the, the, the value of your house. You might as well do that and just go to another country and just live off. Just someone, to renounce someone, your citizenship. I think someone was doing that. They were, they, were, they were getting mortgages and other people's names and then getting a bunch of money withdrawing and then just leaving the state. And they just kept doing state to state to state. That's smart. And then his girlfriend ratted on him and then he got in trouble and he got in prison. That's why you go to Mexico, man. <laughs> Okay, so that's the index fund. Yeah, I like it. I like the index fund. I'm definitely going to um, do it. I told you earlier, I was like, I'm going to definitely start putting at least $200. Uh, it, well, that'll be 50 bucks. What? 50 bucks in probably each of them. Each, uh, each, every two weeks, I might do. There you go. Yeah, I might do that every two weeks. So 100 bucks a month. Yeah, so month. that's 12. I have 12 tickers. Mm hmm. So twelve times fifty is six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's about what I save every week. Okay, every two weeks. So I pretty much have no savings now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. If this goes down, this is my savings. <laughs> You're welcome. You can well if you if you start running out of money, you can just take out another mortgage on your house. Very good point. There you go. <laughs> Life hack. Life hack. Everybody, <laughs> just take out. Just keep. Take more loans. Yeah, just Thank keep. You. Getting, That's how America was built. Yeah, get, get loans. If you if you if you can't pay your credit card, just get another credit card and to transfer the balance. Card. Yes, you get zero percent APR. Yeah, and then you don't have to pay off that debt for a whole year, and then just keep doing that every year. Yeah, 
And but, then you never have to pay off your debt ever again. But I think we have to disclose that we're kidding <laughs> and don't do that. <laughs> and we're not financial advisors, so please. Oh, yeah, I feel, I feel like people say, by the way, this is not financial advice. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. You're, I would never listen to you, you idiot. <laughs> so if you did listen to us, rule number one, you're an idiot, the listener. <laughs> And if you don't listen to us, you're still an idiot because we gave you great advice. <laughs> parts parts of it was great advice. <laughs> yeah. All right, so on to the next segment. <clears throat> oh, the next segment. This is a new segment. Yes. Oh, yeah, the new segment. <clears throat> Tidwell earning his black card. Is he going to get it or is he not? He has to get three out of five. Three out of five? Three out of five in order to earn your black card. Three-fifths. Compromise? Three-fifths. Yes. For the black card? Yes. I have a feeling I'm not going to get it. Is this going to be black trivia? I actually have a feeling you are. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think yeah. You, you picked the easy ones for me. The easiest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, number one, when is a good time to start running? A, you hear gunshots. B, somebody else starts running. C, you getting on your mama's nerves. Or D, daddy take off his belt. So I have to answer this as if I'm a black person. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> is there a right answer or is this opinionated? This one's a right answer. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to already go with... Uh, I want to say your parents will beat your ass more than any <laughs> thug in the street. That's what I want to say. But I don't know if it's the dad or the mom. And I want to kind of say it's the mom. Yes, that is very true. So I want to say when your mom is about to beat your ass, or is it the dad taking off the belt? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually when somebody else starts running. Oh, I was way off. So oh my God. so this actually just happened this past weekend. Um, me and my girlfriend, we were out at a, uh, at a party, and gunshots started going off. No one ran. Nobody ran, so okay. everybody stayed. Because it could have been, in fact, right. sh- shooting themselves. Right. Could have been. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after that, when we looked around, so we ducked behind the car, we looked around, nobody ran, and we was like, all wait right, let's minute. keep on going. Wait. But we would have saw people running, we would have left. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Where did this happen? When? This happened just this past weekend. It was on Saturday night. Who Did, did you figure out who shot? I think people just drove by just being ignorant. They just shot in the air. Oh, like, nobody got like hit, the Taliban, nobody. those yeah. guys who just keep shooting AKs in there, scaring people. It was a pistol. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So All right. Was... Well, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't get hurt from a from a falling bullet. Yes, but it, they were further up the street and everything, so we were okay. You but know what? We heard it, and then the cops walked to go check it out. Walked? <laughs> yeah, they walked. Like, I mean, not like running, like, oh, let's make not, sure. I mean, walk. you don't want them to get gassed, and then when they get to the person, they can't do anything because they're exhausted. They should be in shape. You're a cop. No, they're they're donuts, and, you know, have you never seen the stereotype? There was one cop. He had a full AK. So I assume he should have been. He did not have an AK. I Come swear on. he did. An AK-47? Oh, not an AK-47, but he had an assault rifle. He had an assault rifle. What What do the police have? Like that an AR have, or it's probably not an AR. AR. It's probably like an M six. No, that's a military. I think that was AR. It was AR. Really? I I'd be interested to know actually what type of rifle it is. Now that you're growing out a fro, mm-hmm. you actually would have been okay if the bullet fell on you. It would have. It would have. You know, you would have had some padding. 
It would have saved I your life. I don't think that's how it works, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so question number two, since you got that one wrong. When are black folks, folks most likely to change their voice? A, when a bill collector calls. B, at work. C, in front of white folks. Or D, at church. In front of white folks. I'm going to accept that answer because uh, A, B, and C are all correct. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I know at church, that's where you break loose and that's who you, you know, yeah, that's, that's pretty like, much who you are. That's like, you know, Wakanda. No, that's like your grandmother's flex. That's when grandmother's going flex. Like, oh, look at my baby. He's in college. What is your baby doing? Oh, he's still at that job. Yeah, he, that's where grandmothers go to flex. I had, no, I had no idea that's where you're going with this. Oh, well. Yeah, that's, that's funny. So that's so, so church is where people go and brag about. Yes. You know how often their, my grandmother. Their, their children. Yes. Say Literally, it for me. I can't say it. Children. When, <laughs> when my grandmother offers for us to go to church, me and my brother, we go the last 20 minutes. Just oh, so, just so, so she lets can, out. Oh, so she can show you off. There you go. Okay. You're there. You're there when you need to be there. Yes. When service lets out. Yeah. Last prayer, you know, repent for whatever I did that weekend. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And grandmother gets to show me off. Cool. Well, you're a good, you're a good grandson. Yeah. You know, she wants me to go to church. I, sh- I show up. I don't show up on time, but I show up. <laughs> <laughs> show yeah. up on time. And then the other ones um, at work, that might be the number one answer to me. Really? Oh, Yes. You want to hear my uh, at work voice? You know, the problem. <laughs> here's the problem. Uh, I just keep thinking of Jarvis. <laughs> Jarvis put such a bad stereotype in my head. But you know what's funny? He actually was changing his voice at General Motors. So that's the funny part. <laughs> I didn't know that. So I wonder what he was. You know what? I think at a party, he was kind of drunk a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. He was changing his he, voice. He, it's he, just he, he had he a tried. wild accent. He tried. Yeah, he just had a very deep accent. That's that make. That's making. Man, dude, country, black people. Because the other the other guy, um, from Mississippi, Darren. No, be, no, it wasn't him. No, but because he has a little bit of. But accent. but he had a he had a thick Mississippi accent. Probably Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Cleveland. When he first came here. Uh-huh. He was like fresh off the boat from Mississippi. <laughs> I could not understand anything he said. It's funny because I, I don't even think he has a bad accent. No. That's, I, that's I, funny to me because like, I, I understand every I think, word. I think it got better years later. Uh-huh. But at first, I I was just like, this is what Mississippi people sound like, apparently. <laughs> like, southern, you know, country Mississippi people. Yeah. And I don't know if this is also something, though. Both so both of them actually went to HBCUs. So I wonder if they just never had to change dialect. So give me your work voice. All right. Um <clears throat> this is Brandon O'Brien on the call. Yeah, we uh we have a lot of failures right now on the system and we just need to go ahead and get a lot of we just need to get a triage meeting going so we can get these bugs fixed. Thank you. Okay, now give me your normal voice. This is my normal voice, and uh, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you didn't change your voice at all. <laughs> I felt like I changed it a little bit. Like, it goes higher. See, here's To change the, your work voice, you go higher. You have the worst. You're the worst, you're the worst example of this, because you're, you're, 
your work voice and your normal voice, the only difference is you didn't cuss. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're one for two. What is Mike Jones' phone number? 867-509-707-606-0842-777-9311-281-330-8004. I want to go with the last one because you said foe. Yes. That's, <laughs> it's actually he put his real phone number in a song and he had millions of text messages and calls. From, from girls? From everybody. People were really calling to see if it was him, and it was really him. Did you do it? No, nah, we did. Well, I was in a room of people who did do it. I remember my friend uh, was on this website where celebrity they would leak celebrity phone numbers, <laughs> and he called Paris Hilton once. Wow. And Paris Hilton answered, and she's like, look, I don't know who you people are, but y'all need to stop calling me. You get the, you and she you hung actually up. actually heard her. Uh, this is just what... Oh, okay. He said, you know, this is just memories from high school. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's pretty freaking cool. Anyways. Yeah. Well, that's it. And actually, seven 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 ninety three eleven is actually from another song, too. Now, actually, I don't know what the first two are, but seven 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 ninety three eleven. Yeah, that's a song. What song is that? It's an old school song. That's something my granddad listened to. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. All right. You're two for three. I'm good. I'm going to get this next one. Before parallel parking, you should A, adjust your side mirrors, B, adjust your seat, C, adjust your rear view, or D, turn down your radio. What is the first thing you do as a black person when you parallel park? I'll ask you again. I don't. A, adjust your side mirrors, B, adjust your seat, C, adjust your rear view, D, turn down your radio. I want to say, is this, I wonder if it's something to do with like, I need to look for cops or something (laughs) and I need to adjust like my rear view to make sure like, but then again, I could, I mean, the only one outside of like, I know it's not adjust your seat. Oh, maybe, maybe that's a very random one. Why would it be adjust the seat? I have no idea. I want to just say that's not it. Okay. Adjusting the mirrors. I don't adjust my mirrors when I parallel park. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know why a black person would ever turn down their radio, <laughs> but it might be to parallel park. Is this the only time black people turn down their radio? Is it to parallel park? I don't know. I can't give any clues of anything. Jeez. This is such a weird question. It is, but... I wonder, out of all of our black listeners, I wonder if the black people agree with these answers. Oh, they already know what this one is. See, the, the, here's, here's the crazy part. How do you all know this collectively, growing up in different areas? The funny, it, it's so weird about black people. We all had the same childhood. It's <laughs> so weird. Like, for instance, hey, did any, for instance, like, okay, for our black listeners, um, to let all, me get a random one. Uh, your mom, okay, you know the country butter, the brown butter thing? No. Okay, so there's this thing called country butter, and it was like a brown tin that everybody's mom had. And I guarantee that one black listener has seen butter in that damn brown thing. <laughs> it's always been spaghetti. It's always been some leftover chili. It's always been something else stored in there besides butter. And I never knew where the freaking butter went. 
this is just something that is so unreal, like so distant <laughs> from my upbringing that I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like I have no, I don't, I don't have the faintest idea of what you're talking about right now. Okay, uh, let me think of some. Well, you still need to get this question. All right, all right, all right, all right. So let me let me let me just say, I, I mean, I'm just going to say some random. Adjust, adjust your side mirrors, and I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just giving something random. You are incorrect. Okay. We turn down the radio first every single time. Okay, is there a reason? I have no idea why. It's literally a habit. When you pull up and you're like this, you turn down the radio and you turn around. It's like, all right. It, it's a habit. I should have went with my gut. <laughs> I thought that was too obvious. It was just like the odd one out. Yeah. Okay. That's what happens. We turn down radios. Just notice it next time up here at Little Park. <laughs> uh, apparently. I'm going to notice it if I do it. I'm going to be like, I-, I wonder if I do this. I, I would have never thought about this, but apparently it- this really resonated with you. Because mm-hmm. it-, it resonated with a lot of listeners right now. All right. This is the last one. This is to get your black card. Right. You need to really pay attention to this one. Okay. What's most likely to be found in a purple Crown Royal bag? A, cigarettes, B, weed, C, candy, D, loose change. Damn it. Either loose change or weed. I want to say weed. I want to go with weed. You are correct. Thank you God. Can, actually, there were two right answers. It's weed and loose change. You have both of them. You, <laughs> sir, have your black card. <laughs> I gave you the last one, the easiest one for last. You know what's funny? What? That's not specific to black people. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, funny. Uh, I think I think a lot of I think a lot of people use the Crown Royal bag for weed. For some reason, I don't know why. It's it's not just black people. Because it's velvet. Maybe white people learn this from black people, or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of times they're it's steering away from weed because they're trying to hide the smell now. So. I don't see it as often, but if I see a Crown Royal bag, I assume there's either weed in it or uh, the guts from a blunt in it. Does the black card now give me permission to say the N-word in public? No, it does not. I'm, okay. I highly don't suggest you do that. Okay. I was wondering what level <laughs> you know, what level of freedom I get with this black card. Also, you can show up at um, any black person's barbecue and have a plate. Oh, that's... Yes. How, how long is this good for until the Civil War starts. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. I'm glad I, I'm glad I uh, didn't fail. Some of those I thought were subjective, but apparently they weren't, which was the most surprising part. I can't wait to see the comments on that part. <laughs> yeah, we're probably going to get tons of comments, yes. like our other videos. Yeah. I, I came and read all the comments of some of our videos. It's amazing. Especially that one. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one. Yeah. All right. So, you know my girl, my oh. my my political crush? No, who's your political crush? Kimberly Klasik. Oh, yeah. The hot one? The hot, the hot Republican? The hot black chick? Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, I think her being Republican isn't very attractive, <laughs> but I like her swag. You know, I like her swagger. Yeah, she definitely has swag. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> there's this whole thing about like, oh, black people don't have to vote Democrat. You know, mm-hmm. I'm an edgy black person. You know, like, ooh, look at me. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the same strategy 
used by Joe Collins. And I'm going to play this video. I'm going to play just the first half of it, okay? All right. But I want you to just listen to the similarities. Not to mention that the videos themselves are similar, but just the oh, audio. Okay. He's Swagger Jackter. I'm Joe Collins. I'm running for Congress against Maxine Waters. Do you know where I am right now? Maxine Waters is $6 million mansion. Do you know where I'm not right now? Maxine Waters district. Yep, that's right. Maxine does not live in her district, but I do. I was born right here in South LA, in a place Maxine refuses to live. Maxine Waters does not drink our water. She does not breathe our air. And while she sits here in her mansion, our district is in ruins. Let me show you. Danny has the shoes just like her. She has, he has the shoes. This is South LA. <laughs> he might as well have red stilettos on. Right, he might as well. You realize he has his own branded shoe? That said Joe Collins on yeah, it. Yeah, I saw that. He's got like high tops and saying so, Joe Collins. I'm so confused on why he thinks after this lady has served in Congress for this many years that she's going to move to that district. Like, of course she's not going to live there. Born here. I grew up on 104th Normandy. Maxine Waters has been in office for 44 years. Has anything got better around here? I can tell you firsthand that it hasn't. I survived a drive-by shooting in this house when I was a child. Gangs. Anyways. Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> so, so, uh, he, he, he he's, house, he's, by the way, in LA. That's pretty bad. What was that? You can't have anything red or blue. Oh, oh, gang, gang yeah, related. Maybe that's why it was. Shot at? Is yeah, that what you're getting be. at? <laughs> really? It you think a be. house will get shot just because of the color of the house in L.A.? There are people who get shot for having on the wrong hat in L.A. A Dodgers hat can get you killed. A Cincinnati Reds hat can get you killed. But can you really... Like, is gang gang violence really that bad in L.A. like it was like 20 years ago, 15 years ago? I think now it's better, but I wouldn't test it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the gang activity in Atlanta got a lot softer over the last, you know, thirty years. Yeah, you know why? Because they became scammers. It's different. You don't have to sell weed. You don't have to have turf for scamming. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, say it again. You don't have to have turf. No, what? to be a scammer. Oh, because oh, the internet. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, the internet. Oh, okay. That's what so, it was. That's what so, a lot so, of them. so dealing got off the street and onto the dark web. There you go. Okay, got it. So the dark web has reduced violence. I guess it has when you think of it. Like, oh, way. how that's that's an interesting. Thing. <laughs> so the dark webs like Silk Road actually brought more violence off the streets, less people getting shot because yeah, you don't, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to be out there selling it. Ooh, I like that take. Let's just go with it. Yeah, well, I'll take it. All right, cool. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, anyways, that's Joe Collins, and I am wondering how many. Like, come on, we can't have a third black person do this, can we? Walk down the street, show their shoes. Say, I grew up here. These people did. Black people don't have to vote Democrat. The second we have a budget, we're going to get a camera and we're, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian O'Brien. <laughs> and you know what, uh, Mayor, whoever the fuck our mayor is, who is our mayor? Keisha Lance Bottoms. That sounds like a made up name. No, but that's real. Black lady? Yeah. Is that sad I didn't know who our mayor was? Not really. I mean, really, I technically. What does the mayor do? I technically live in the city of Atlanta. But what does the mayor do? I don't know, but I remember Mayor Shirley got in trouble for uh, embezzling money. What mayor has it? <laughs> <laughs> Given infinite amount of time, there will be infinite amount of scandals for a mayor. 
Yeah, for sure. Okay, got it. Okay, so yeah, uh, Joe Collins. I want to be keeping my eye on him, uh, like I am Kimberly Clasic, to see what what goes on with him. I'm wondering how effective these are. I mean, obviously, Maxine Waters is pretty ingrained with L.A., right? 44 years, yeah, she's there. She's going to, yeah, she's yeah. definitely going to live out her terms. <laughs> <laughs> like a Supreme Court justice? Right, she's a Supreme Court justice <laughs> All right, so on to the main topic, the presidential debate. That just, that happened, and we just had one that got canceled. Uh, we so the did, second one yeah. got canceled officially. So, ooh. Okay, so I'm going to play a, hi- a highlight audio clip okay. of the thing. All right. How you doing, man? How you doing, man? That's what he says. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just want to make sure. I I, want to make sure. Okay, before we go on, I hate to defend Trump because I really don't want to. And I know he did interrupt a lot. But after Joe saying that, I kind of don't. Like listening to it now, I kind of don't blame him for wanting to interrupt him because right. he literally just got slandered pretty hard. Not to say, well, slander might be false. I mean, he might actually be a straight up liar. I'm not trying <laughs> to say he isn't, but after he like hit him with that so hard, it's like, I know you're a liar, but everyone knows he's a liar. <laughs> and then Donald Trump's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was going to fight fair today, but all right. Yeah, all right. All right. Let me pull out my other notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep playing. You ordered last in your I, class, not I, first in your I, class. Oh, did you hear him say that? Uh-uh. He graduated last in your class, not first. Oh. So he, uh, Joe was on record saying, hey, you know, I graduated, you know, first at this academy or whatever. But really, he was like almost last. I don't think he was last. I think he was like, well, maybe he was last. Uh, I want to make Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? <laughs> no, he doesn't know how to do that. That Man. is absolutely a big thing. That was the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Chris, that was the worst him, part me. of Obamacare. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual no, mandate I, was the most unpopular Vice aspect Pre- of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like you and to, we will protect Mr. people President, with I'm the moderator rights. of this debate, I have to and debate. I would like you to let I'm me like, ask my question, okay. and then you can answer your Trump's a dick. They were teaching people. I respect how he's just like, no. I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and then you can talk after I'm done. I, thought, I wish I had that in me. <laughs> bro, I thought it was, I could not stop cringe laughing about how he was debating the moderator <laughs> at, at certain points. He wasn't just debating, he wasn't just debating Joe Biden, he was debating the moderator. Right. Or he was at least trying to. Right. Anyways. It's like anybody can get it tonight. <laughs> People. That our country is a horrible place, it's a racist place, and they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to allow that to happen. Vice President Biden? Nobody's doing that. He's just, he's racist. You you just don't. Here's the deal. I I know a lot more about this. Called him a racist. I don't think, I mean, think about the most insultful thing that you can, think about the worst thing you can say to a white person right now. Yeah, for sure he's a racist. Okay, you call him the R word. That's equivalent to the black man's N word. You call a white guy a racist, and that's how. Hold on. Which one's worse, calling him a racist or calling him an N-word lover? Now, which one's worse? I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> that's that's know? a that's a that's a weird question. Uh, I, I think I think uh, to call someone an N-word lover is. I just I just don't see that being passed around as much, as much nowadays. But 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 anyways, uh, uh, I mean you could you could call someone a really horrible thing, right? But, right. but I'm just saying in the in the realm of what people are actually called. Like mm-hmm. in public, and this is obviously in public. 
he, he was he was called a racist, which I never thought that you could just call a pres- the president a racist on stage. And Joe Biden showed us this is how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, I have to respect. And, and, for, and, for, and for that, Joe Biden, we thank you for showing <laughs> for showing us how freedom of speech works. Because <laughs> if Putin was up there, <laughs> my opponent had an unfortunate accident. <laughs> Oh, because that's what oh, you're, saying, you're Putin. saying. Putin would kill his. Yes, Putin said on one of his, he was like, oh, "It'll be unfortunate if something happened to my opponent," and the dude died. Oh my god! Okay, well, let's not get into Putin. That's like a whole nother. Yeah. yeah. Let him finish. People out there need help. But why didn't you do it over twenty? The last twenty-five years, because you were president. Because you weren't president screwing things up. You were a senator. You're the worst president America has ever had. Come on. This is a left-wing white supremacist. Radical left. Who is on? Listen. Who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so right. Gentlemen, is, I think this we've is ended so this. He's going to pack the court. We have end, we're no, not no. going to give a list. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't it? Sure, uh, you, you've already <laughs> fired most of them because they did a good job. Some people don't well, do a good here's job. The, With you, go ahead. You here's the, the wait a minute. You get the final word, Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This. Hey, let me just say to No, no, no. Mr. President. Three and a half million, Joe. No, 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 Mr. President. Just for the shut up, Democrats. I'll be a president for Democrats and Republicans. And this guy. I want to see honest ballot count, gentlemen. You say that's the end of it. This is the end of this debate. Honest ballot count. We're going to leave it there. All right, that was a good summary. It was very, just. This is the funny thing about it. I actually know what Trump's position is. I honestly don't know what Biden's is. I just know Biden's like, he's a racist. You used to vote for me. And I was with Obama, and I'm going to do all the things Obama did. That's pretty much so what, what I get Obama from Biden. Obama My opinion, Obamacare, and... But who do you know? Let me ask you. Much. Let me ask you a question. And this is me really wanting to understand. Yeah. Think hard. Who do you know that... Who do you know uses Obamacare? Nobody. I don't know anyone. I'm, Personally, actually, I don't know anyone. I take that back. Um, there was a guy at General Motors. His One of his siblings had cancer. Mm-hmm. And the only way they could get insured was Obamacare. <laughs> okay. That was the only one I can think of. Do you know anyone personally? No. Okay. All right. Well, it's good that we... Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. It's, I'm glad. I finally know someone yeah. who knows someone who knows someone that has Obamacare. So Obamacare, from what I understand, is for the uninsurable, which means like, okay, because if I'm an insurance company, I'm not going to take somebody who has a pre-existing diagnosis of cancer. That's pretty much like, no, I know you're going to be using it. That's the insurance people. People who have, but you who still have are, to pay for it, but they don't want to. Right, that's the thing. A lot of cancer patients. As a matter of fact, one chick that I know, she has cancer, and she was paying for every chemo treatment that she had, which was like five k. Yeah, every chemo treatment. And then when Obamacare came out, she got on that, and then now it cut it to like five hundred. Now you got ten treatments for one. <laughs> so, anyways, going back to the debate, I I I thought it was funny how he. The moderator of the debate was, I, I I thought he did as good as he could do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought it was funny that <laughs> he interrupted the moderator. Uh, I, I it was very apparent that Biden and the moderator got like kind of were like got along a little bit better. Like when Biden was like, 
you know, that segment wasn't very productive, was it? Like, I can't get any word in with this clown. Like, he was kind of, uh, it, it almost looked like Biden and the moderator were more friends, and Trump was uh, not friends with either, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Biden said he doesn't have a plan. He said that. I don't know if you knew how many times he said that, but I, I feel like I can't count on one hand how many times he said he doesn't have a plan. I think he said he doesn't have a plan at least 10 times. He said Donald Trump doesn't have a plan. He said that so many times, it's very obvious to me that he was told to say that, like his staff or his coach or whatever. Uh, who? It's ironic because I, I feel like he doesn't have a plan. I, 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 I think that's funny that you said that because Biden was the one that said Trump didn't have a plan. Yeah, because that's the way that you um, hide your your own weaknesses. And then and then he he said this at the beginning. Wait, I want to play it. Left? Would you who shut is up, your, man? Listen, who is your? Would you shut up, man? Oh yeah, I'm to... <laughs> I, th- I think that's funny. You know, one thing that positive that has come from this is it's very apparent now. You don't have to be respectful to the president. Which I kind of like. I kind of like the idea of saying, hey, look, this is just any other guy. And Biden was really clear to say, hey, look, you can be disrespectful to the president and get away with it. Now, if Biden dies, then I take that back. But, <laughs> but you know, if, if he gets putin you know, or... Get pooted out of here? Yeah. If he gets pooted out uh, for some reason, <clears throat> then I take that back. But Biden said we wouldn't have shut down the economy. And then he was alluding, you know, he was pretty much saying, you know, Donald Trump shut down the economy. We wouldn't have done that. Now, here's that's terrible. Here's what I remember. You know, the mayor and governor of New York, ever, you know, Andrew Cuomo. You have these people in February of this year saying, yeah, go out, go to Chinatown, blah, blah, blah. You know, like nothing's a big yeah. deal. You know, people were saying, don't buy a mask, you know, early on. Yeah, because they were like hostile. Because they're, they're yeah, mask shortage and they don't even really help you. Stuff like that. And we very quickly forget these things. And then and then Donald Trump got a lot of flack for shutting off, uh, you know, the travel to China and then Europe and then Latin America, some parts or whatever. Which is ironic because everybody else <laughs> followed suit. Well, he was called a xenophobe and he was called a racist and all this stuff. Because I listened to a lot of, you know, Democratic, you know, views. I listened to NPR. I tried to listen to, you know, both sides of this kind yeah. of stuff. I felt like he was getting a lot of flack for not going far enough, for not doing mandatory masks, for not doing mandatory shutdowns, for not doing mandatory, you know, travel bans and all this stuff, and or not doing it sooner. Yet it seemed very hypocritical to me because it seems like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. It's like you can't, like either he didn't go far enough or he went too far. And what Joe Biden's saying is he wouldn't have shut down the economy, but. I feel like that was the talking point in January and February, but then changed to Trump wasn't doing enough. You know what I mean? So it's it's very confusing me. Not only, and I want to throw in a wrench into that. The the you know what the wrench is into all this is all the protests and riots, especially here in Atlanta. Yeah, it's like okay, you just and then you just forget that there is any virus in the. You you have a little baby mm-hmm. rapping about whatever happened to COVID. No one remembers. It was confusing. Yeah, that was literally his lyrics. <laughs> yeah, you know it, it's 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 comical. It's comical to live in these times where really nothing makes sense. This is this goes back to uh, number one of the Tidwell theory of 
you know, understanding where there's no way we all know the same information. Everyone thinks hydrochloroquine works or they know it doesn't. They think mask works or they know it doesn't really help. Anyways, uh, Trump seemed really dumb when it came to vaccines and timeline. <coughs> and he was talking about the army would deliver it. And it just, I, you know me, I don't like it when, when government... Is like using, you know, all I'll this. I'll be honest. I, I don't <laughs> think he knows because nobody knows. He doesn't know how this is going to get delivered. Who's going to pay for it? Who's going to do, you know, what company is going to be the one that's going to produce it? He doesn't know. You want to hear something interesting? Yeah. The New York Times came out with an article today saying that they're surprised about how well the vaccine seems to be coming. Hmm. Yeah. So I really don't know what to think. The the one thing I'm worried about is Joe Biden becomes president, making it mandatory. And I don't have anything against someone taking a vaccine. And, you know, I think it, vaccines Willing are fully. great inventions. But forcing someone to do it, I think, is a different story. Do you have any thoughts on that? I have a lot of thoughts on forced vaccinations because... Um, <laughs> Okay, being black, we know these stories where, like, for oh. instance, the Tuskegee, the the people in Tuskegee, Alabama. I forgot about that. Right. Okay. He, so, yeah. for a lot of our viewers, um, if you don't know, in Tuskegee, there was an ex- uh, at first it was pushed out as they were getting the flu shot. Um, they were giving black people free flu shots back in. I'd have no idea. I'll have to Google when. So when they got these flu shots, come to find out, they were injecting black people with syphilis to figure out the effects of it on humans. So we look at things like that and we're like, we don't trust it. So HIV and syphilis were injected into the black people. I don't know about HIV. I'm pretty positive I, of it, but I don't are know you, about it. Are you HIV? Are you HIV positive about it? I'm more Magic Johnson positive about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so if just knowing the history, would you say black people typically are more skeptical of vaccines? Yes, yes. It's so many stories of like things will be like, wow, that's what that was. Um, What's another one? There's so many about. There's something about like cow milk up there in New York where there was like a, a radioactive issue, and then some cows got affected, but because the milk. Was the the people still had to be able to sell milk, so they sold it in like parts of Brooklyn, and that part of Brooklyn has like high rates of something, some kind of disease, and it's just like that's insane too. So it's like we believe that the government would do this, but there's gotcha. probably people out here who will be like, Black. no, no, nah, this the government would never do that. Okay, well, in that. the debate, he was making fun of them about the precautions he took, and then he gets COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then Trump was, uh, you know, Biden was talking about how he limited how uh, or was was giving Trump a lot of flack for having so many people at his, at his rallies. And then Trump's like, you would have done it, too, but no one wants to show up to your rallies. I was like, ooh, he has a very good point. Shots fired. I would not show up to it. Isn't, isn't it crazy how it does seem like a lot of people want to show up to Trump rallies, but not. It almost makes He's me think. But it almost makes me think that <laughs> the same thing that happened with Hillary and Trump is going to happen again, yeah. <clears throat> where it's like mm-hmm. we're we're being told that Biden's polling much much stronger than it's a uh, you know Biden is polling much stronger than Trump, and it dude if Trump somehow wins, 
I'm gonna it's it's gonna be really like how can you ever 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 trust polls ever again because they're obviously biased. Well, there's gonna be yeah, that's very true. Because also, it, it's like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Well, now it's like well, you now, know this is twice. George Bush was first. Well, I think George Bush and Gore, yeah, were were, were closer to fifty fifty. Right, it was it was, a, but Gore was it supposed, was supposed to win. To, it was supposed Bob. to be a landslide for Hillary and Trump. Yeah, okay. okay it was supposed to be you, like Trump might win Texas and Georgia, right? And you know all the southern states, and that's about it. Mm. And it was a landslide. It was an eighty electoral vote difference, but, or something well, like that. Okay, just just because you said Hillary and uh, and Trump, right? Was Trump right about Hillary? What do you mean? As far as like. The scandals that he was trying to say Hillary was in, dude. I know for sure Hillary, Hillary, and Bill Clinton had more scandals than anyone could count. Right. I don't think there's. I don't have much doubt in my mind about that. Now, whether or not, but other, we were about to vote for that. Well, I think that would have been par for the course. I think most presidents have a lot of, you know, dirt in their closet, right, or a lot of yeah. skeletons. I guess so. Obama probably had his fair share. Oh, I'm almost guaranteed of that. Thomas Jefferson had skeletons under his house. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have them in his closet. Did you hear about that? Uh Uh-uh. I think think it was Thomas Jefferson. They they, they dug under his house, and then they found, like, bones of people. Probably someone that got murdered or died or something. I don't know. I don't know what the story is. I feel like to get that high up, you you got to bury some bodies. (laughs) You got to take out... So, anyways, I thought that was funny about the Trump making fun of Biden in terms of like no one shows up to his rallies. <laughs> what else did I write down? So, uh, one thing I also noticed Trump was always looking over at Biden, or at least the majority of the time, mm-hmm. and Biden didn't really ever look at look at Trump. Biden was always looking to the camera, talking to quote unquote the American people, because he don't believe what he says. Like, if you, uh, Biden language is a lot to me. And Biden, he never really... Don't get me wrong, I'm probably going to vote for Biden more than likely, yeah, but I don't trust him, and I don't think he's he's fit to run a nation as far as like not doing tweets you're, that tank the market. The you're voting for Kumla Harris. Yes, and I was going to get to that point. You just want a black think, woman to be president. No, I think Kamala is going to be really the one enforcing policies while he's just the figurehead. I think he just wants to be the figurehead, personally. He just wants the, the popularity that comes with it. Yeah. Well, maybe. I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea why Obama picked him. He don't know why Obama picked him. <laughs> Probably Obama was like, well, this guy will sign off on anything, so like it. let me get him. <laughs> oh, Biden's one of the good old boys, part of the system. Right. He's like, yeah. He's, 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 he's been in this system for 47 years, or at that time, 40 years. Yeah. So one thing I thought that was funny, like laugh out loud funny, Trump was like, I brought you back football. (laughs) (laughs) He did, though. (laughs) But he did, though. It's like, would Obama or Biden have done it? I don't know. Obama wouldn't have done it. You don't think so? No, I don't think he would have done it. Would would he have brought back basketball? I don't even think that. That, that, I think we would have been on a real shutdown. Obama might have lost his black card if he didn't bring back basketball. (laughs) Now, they, we, I think we would have been under a real lockdown. Would basketball have come back? Possibly, yeah, but not as soon as what it did. And which the NBA had zero cases of COVID in that bubble. Let's just go ahead and throw that out well, there. Well, athletic people are some of the healthiest, or I wouldn't say healthiest, but 
potentially have the capability of being some of the healthiest people. Most of the New England's Patriots have COVID right now. Yeah, I, I doubt. My theory is none of them will yeah. get I, I super, think, super I don't think the sick football, or die. I don't think the football season will, uh, will end this year, or I don't think they'll be able to get to the end because week five, you have way too many cases. Way too many. Oh, you think they're going to cancel football? I think so. I think it's coming. Oh, you think they might just cancel it for a few weeks and then go back? I don't think it's going to come back. I think of how it ended, how the NBA ended. Wait a minute. How the NBA ended when Rudy Gobert had it and he was like touching everything. I think that's how it's going to end for football. That's interesting. You know what? I haven't, I, haven't been, I haven't been keeping up with football. I didn't even know that was happening. Have they canceled any games? Yes. Have they canceled all the Patriot yeah. games? They, not all of them, but they canceled it last week. You know, or the week before last. Oh, that's why do I not know this? Cam Newton, I think, has it. Yeah, that's funny. Not in a good way. It's right. just funny that none of the right. basketball players are getting it because they took real precautions. Actually, I have a, um, a one of my close friends. He's uh, a Phoenix Suns trainer. And he uh, he pretty much was telling me like all the precautions that they took. They took a, a COVID test pretty much every day while uh, they were in the bubble. And even when the families came, there still was no um, no COVID um, outbreaks. Well, anyways, back to the debate. It's just it's hard for me to believe not all of this was somewhat scripted. Like these little art of the deal, art of the steal. You know, obviously he's a, he's a script. Man. I, I feel like Trump was kind of speaking off the top of his head. You feel that way. Nobody extent, can write that. <laughs> to some extent, versus versus Biden was kind of sticking to you know what he practices, what I feel like, and obviously Trump interrupting him so much. Uh, I I think the tactic there was kind of just throw him off, maybe. Or I don't even think he was really trying to have a strategy of throwing him off when he was just interrupting. I think that's just Trump. Trump was well, just interrupting. I'll tell you when you when you have someone like Trump who seems a little bit more talking off the cuff. And you have Biden, who seems a little bit more scripted. Mm-hmm. And when Biden's looking into the camera saying, you, the American people, you are the ones that need to do blah, blah, blah. You know, like, and, and, he, and he is looking into the camera. Ah, it's just, it's so hard for me to feel like I'm not being pandered to. <laughs> You're definitely being pandered to. No, but it's just extra pander. Like, it's like I, I went to Chipotle and got, like, extra pander or something. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and, you know, and it cost extra. <laughs> you know, it's like guacamole or something. <laughs> Anyways, let's see. So they also had a race segment. Biden was talking about one in 500 African-Americans will die. From what? I I just, he just mentioned that. I need to notice. Uh, from what? <laughs> 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 There's three in the house, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that my black card, three and a half in a yeah, house. Yeah, three and a half in just this house. I don't like our odds. <laughs> And then one thing I like that Trump said is he mentioned how Biden were, was referencing uh, reference uh, some black people as super predators and how Trump was saying he was getting these people out of jail mm. that Biden put in. If you know, like Biden was responsible for passing and Harris passing legislation that put a lot of black people in jail. Right. I, I don't agree with the um with the drug charges one. The drug charge one unless you're like kingpin stuff. But the murderers, I don't see a problem with it personally. I don't think those people don't get out. Right. I'm like, okay, if yeah, you're but a murderer, then yes. But it has nothing to do with that. It had to do with drugs. So it was all drugs. Pretty much. It was the it was like war on drugs. So how does that make you feel wanting to vote for someone who put a lot of black people in prison? Um, I'm torn on it. <laughs> this is the thing. I'm torn on it. Do we know selling drugs is illegal? Yes. We, we know that. Now, 
it says we're legalizing it, I do feel like those those sentences should be lightened. And I also feel like some of the drug charges didn't warrant the time that they were given. Now, if you're moving cocaine like you're Pablo Escobar, then yes, a 36-year sentence should possibly, you know, 36 years, that's about reasonable. But if you had a joint and a baggie, you shouldn't get 25 years for that. That's my opinion on it. It's just like, yes, drugs are bad or whatever you want to say about drugs, and it's against the law, but the time didn't match what the crime was. Let me, if you don't mind, I'll just keep going. Or, yeah, okay, yeah. so you remember when Trump was asked if he was a white supremacist or if he supports <laughs> uh, white supremacist or whatever? Oh yeah, I, remember I mean, how could you ever say yes to that? That was to me that was a weird question, but to me the response was a little bit weird too. Uh, he could have easily just said no, <laughs> and then that could have been it, right? Right. His voter he, base would be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> he what he what he said is, he said, "No, I don't support white like." No, I don't. So what, what do you want to call them? Proud Boys, and then and then and then they're like, okay, sure, Proud Boys. He's like, yeah, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. So he kind of like said, yeah, I don't support white supremacists, but then what do you want to call them? Proud Boys, and then it was like, stand back and stand by. So if he just said no, it would have been fine. Or if he just didn't say stand by, it would have been fine. Because when you tell someone to stand by, it kind of sounds like you're being weirdly a white supremacist right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like just wait until after the election. All right. Stand by. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's weird, but you know, it's even, you know, it was also equally as weird to me. Biden's fast of white supremacy. No, uh, not equally. I wouldn't say nothing was, is as weird as that, but something that was also weird having to do with kind of like white supremacy and race and stuff, Mm. not, you know, in the same kind of topic or whatever. Biden was asked if he supported BLM. Oh, what is it? Yeah. He didn't answer. He, he, he dodged the question. A lot of, you know, question dodging. I mean, obviously he dodged the question about packing the Supreme court and that would be adding two more Supreme court justices, you know, making an amendment to how that works. Mm. He didn't want to answer that question, which I think is weird. Like, why wouldn't you want to tell the American people what you're going to do? Wouldn't that help your voter base to say, like, hey, look, if you, you know, if you're worried about Roe v. Wade, if you vote for me, I want to add two court justice and we're going to, you know, overturn it. I mean, it also, it, I mean, that's kind of a weird thing because it makes presidents of now when a Republican enters, he's just going to add two and it's just going to be every time, it's just going to be the Supreme Court's as big as. Congress, you know, it's going to have like 500 Supreme Court justices. You you know, I'm trying to get at it's it's uh, he didn't want to he didn't even want to say no. He didn't want to say yes. He didn't want to bait and switch us. He didn't want to because I think he's afraid of saying something that might disenfranchise some of the people are going to vote for him. It wasn't in the script. It wasn't on the script. You got to stick to the script. Or maybe the people advise him not to talk about it. I don't see why not. I feel like in the debate, anything should, every question should be answered. Like, because honestly, even with the whole BLM thing, do I support BLM the organization? No. Do I believe a black life matters? Yes. Man, if think about if Biden said that, he still would have pissed off someone. He wasn't gonna piss off nobody because a lot of people don't support BLM because it's just commercialized. Okay. It's pretty much like look at black people buy a shirt and. Not even help them, just p- pocket us. Like help help out this organization. Do you know any cops? Yeah. 
do they like Trump or Biden? Mm, I actually don't know. So one thing that Biden or one thing that Trump said is to to Biden is name one law enforcement group that supports you. And he's like, you can't. They all support me. And I kind of, you know, a lot of Democrats are very like, I think, don't really support police. It's like more or less defund the police. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> so I could I could imagine, you know, a lot of law enforcement saying, what the fuck? You know, we're being betrayed by Democrats. It's it's weird because it. it OK, this whole defunding the police thing. I don't know why. When it comes to the police, we don't understand what the word defund means because we've defunded schools many times in the past and nobody says, oh, we're never going to have a school again. But all there, like with the whole defund the police thing is that we don't need army tank. Like there's, there's states that have tanks for the police. They have like military grade weapons for the police, but they live in areas that are very poorly funded when it comes to like schools and infrastructure. Like Flint still, I think to this day doesn't have water. Like, which is fucking wild. Well, Flint's a third world country. Michigan. <laughs> Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Flint, Michigan's a third world country. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you have to. But it's American. Like, that's the crazy but, part about this. This yeah, is in America. Somebody can, doesn't have a drink of water. Is it democratically controlled? Because that's the talking point right now for Kimberly Clasic and Joe Collins is these democratically controlled places go to shit. That's a good question. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know either, but. Uh, I don't know if that's the if it would have been better under a Republican, but you know that's that's the talking point at least. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna wrap this up because I'm kind of going long on the debate, but you know, obviously I took all these detailed yeah. notes. Uh, one thing I'm not a big fan of, and this isn't necessarily you know obviously I know rule number two, but mm-hmm. I'll say it anyways because you know there might be a better way to go about this. Biden was talking about. You know, he was asked if we would join the Paris Accords and, you know, what's going on with Brazil tearing down its jungle. And, and you know what's I, going on. Say again? I said, you know exactly what's going on with that. Well, I, well, I mean, the, the story I know, I think I know is Brazil's tearing down its jungle so it can have farmland. I mean, that's, that's the story I, I know. I, I, it might not be right. That's, that's what I, that's the answer that they give, but they're proving that. The land's being sold for development. Okay, development or just whatever. Yeah. Yeah, farmland, development, whatever. They're developing the land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's about the money. Yeah. Yeah. So, or food, whatever. Food, money. money. Well, <laughs> food is money. You know, you sell food for money. You but sell I, development. I understand doing for, it for food. I, I can't understand. Well, if your people are starving, then okay. No, it's, it's but money kind of equals food because you can import food with money. So, so, anyways, what I'm trying to say is Biden was talking about if Brazil keeps cutting down its jungle, we're going to pretty much, the whole world's going to team up and bully Brazil and not trade with them and like be, like imagine playing sellers of Catan and no one will trade with you. And you can't trade with the port or the bank. Well, it looks like I'm about to rip down the rest of this rainforest so I can well, do well, well, <laughs> so, so I can do what I so, need to. So Joe Biden is pretty much saying like, well, think about it. They can't make computers. They have to import those, right? They can't import a lot of goods that are necessary. So, so they're going to become Cuba. Well, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is yeah. I didn't really like the whole like, you know, world supremacy kind of policing 
that he was talking about that he wanted to do. Not to say that a Republican wouldn't also do it. Right. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And then the th- other thing I was thinking about is, why are we so dependent on the jungles in Brazil? Is there any way that we don't have to be? Can we plant more trees around the world? Or is it just that Brazil happens to be the best place to grow trees and it's just, it's too developed and it would take a a thousand years to... It's the fact that this is the Amazon rainforest and it's like a natural protected thing. It's just like, how come we don't build on the Himalayan mountains? It's because it's just, you're not supposed to. But I think what they're saying is that it consumes a lot of carbon. So this, 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 this rainforest is the biggest carbon consumer in the whole world, is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And that, that was their reasoning. It had nothing to do with the animals or protecting or natural wonder or whatever. It had to do more with this is good for climate. This was about right. climate change, right? I, right? Knew, I, I knew that part of it, too, and, um, and everything. But. Well, that was the reasoning behind all this. So what I'm asking is, if you're worried about climate change, is there a better way? Can we plant more trees outside of brazil like is that or is that is that really stupid thinking but even if you can do it let's say we can we can take i don't know like africa's huge you can easily build or manufacture your own rainforest over there but just the fact that that was the amazon rainforest. let's say if we can still tear it down and build a new one somewhere else that's not what you would want to do with that rainforest like it's a whole ecosystem that could really mess up the world what if amazon tore down the rainforest to build a warehouse there. The Amazon rainforest. What if it tore down the... Amazon warehouse? Yeah. What if they, like, like the part that they tore down, but they still make an Amazon warehouse, would that be okay? Because it's an Amazon thing no, still? No, it's not. <laughs> no? No. Bad joke. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I wonder if there's, like, I wonder how many normal trees equal, like, a rainforest tree. Is it, like, That's 10 to 1, 100 to 1? Is it five to one? We haven't explored all one to one. We haven't explored all the Amazon rainforest either. We're still finding stuff. We found like each year they find something new. They find new species. Well, they they only find it because we keep developing more of the rainforest. (laughs) (laughs) Keep getting coming back. (laughs) Okay, so I'm just gonna end with some things that are weird. Uh, Biden, when we talked about Trump dropping nuclear weapons and injecting bleach. You know, kind of like these like weird things, and Trump saying, "Ah, I never said that. I was just sarcastic." And uh, everything that came out of Biden's mouth sounded horrible to me. Everything that came out of Trump's mouth made him sound like a little whiny kid. Uh, but it just sounded very whiny. Well, he is a rich. He's just been rich his whole life. Oh, how do you expect a rich kid to act? Well, uh, Biden also thanked the moderator afterwards, and Trump didn't. <laughs> And then there was that weird, funny thing where Biden and his wife kissed, and then Trump and Melania, or Trump and his I wife, didn't like do anything. They just stood side by side, and, and and it looked like Trump was trying to like get her to like hug him or kiss him, and then she like she like held her ground. Did you see that? No. I yeah, didn't. it was like a weird. Th- it was like a funny thing. They're obviously not together for love. Like, that's obvious, though. Yeah. You know, you know, okay. So, anyways, you want to talk about the? Oh, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about a conspiracy. Okay. So here's a conspiracy that one of my friends told me, and this is their theory. So he's, I would say he's fairly well connected, you know, media advertisement space, okay. and he's under the impression that Trump either faked his coronavirus 
or already had it before the debate and strategically came out with it afterwards for two reasons. Reason number one is because of the mandatory time that needs to be done between quarantines, which overlapped with the second debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number two, he said Biden's campaign was doing really well, and it was because of the negative ads they were putting out. But because Trump had coronavirus, it would have looked bad if they kept doing negative ads. So essentially, Biden was doing really well with these ads. Trump did this as a response to stop the negative ads. This is at least his theory. So he either thinks it's a coincidence or it's being faked. So it's kind of a conspiracy. I do think it's fake. Theory. Uh, I personally think it's fake. And and for for my reasons of it... You're such a I conspiracy theorist, bro. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. But, okay, so I look at it this way. We just lost either, all of our listeners again. Either Trump faked Corona in order to, you know, do as he said, or... We've had this vaccine, because you're not going to just put a random vaccine in the President of the United States. We've had this vaccine that could work in three days, and he's been cured, and we've let multiple thousands of people die. And I'd rather him have faked it than to know that we had a cure and could have saved thousands of people. The, that's I'm not sorry. how that's not how vaccines work. Even if you have a vaccine that works, but you, you don't you don't just use it until it's Thoroughly, thoroughly tested. So you're going to use the first batch on the president of the United States? Well, how do you know they use the vaccine on Trump? Because he said it. Regeneron. Oh, I forgot about Yeah, this yeah. is this is like breaking news, this Regeneron thing. Yeah, I, I've made a lot of money on that too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, but, but how long... I, 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 would, I, I would argue mm-hmm. with medicine, it's... It's weird. I, I feel like medicine, yeah, you should go through the clinical It's weird. Stages, it, it, but I think it's weird that when he gets it, you're going to give him the very first one that has said, oh, we've cured it. I'm sorry. As the most powerful man in the, in the world, that's not what you're... He's not supposed to be the guinea pig. I don't think he was. So that means they've seen it work before. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll next Our next... Next podcast, we, we can we can talk more about who's yeah. actually taking it because I'm sure there'll there'll be more news about it. Yeah, because this is very recent, right? This is last week. Yeah. So, okay. And he was out. He was he's making speeches in three days. Anyways, uh, I've been quarantined for 14 days. But go ahead. So you watched the vice presidential debate? I watched highlights. The only highlight I think that's noteworthy. Do you know which one I'm talking about? No, enlighten me. <laughs> It's when a very light fly flew on Pence's head. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I was just like, this is ridiculous. This is weird. And it's the only thing I could, I could think about for the whole vice presidential debate was <laughs> the fly flying on Pence's head. Yeah. That, that's pretty much what I got out of it, too. That Pence is full <laughs> of shit and he attracts flies. Wow. Shots fired. See, we just lost Pence as our listener. Hey. We still got Trump, though. Okay. Cool. <laughs> There's no Trump hate around here. It's indifference, but no hate. So I want to bring in kind of like a new segment. Okay. I'm, unless you want to... Are you done talking about the debate? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. So I have a, like a new segment that I might be reoccurring. All right. So I'm reading a book right now. 
So we can have the segment until I'm done with the book. The book's called How to Be Black. Oh. So it's for black people, white people, whoever. And it's just pretty much as if, if you're black and reading it, this is how you be black. And if you're white and reading it, this is how you learn how black people <laughs> be black. I, you probably should have said this before I did this. Or get your black card. <laughs> well, they didn't teach me anything that you just went over. But oh, they wow. did teach me a lot of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm curious. Give me two. I can't remember any. I need to start taking notes. But <laughs> it, I, I'm reading. I just read chapter one, and it's it's all about if you bought this, it's probably during Black History Month. Blah blah blah. blah. Oh, you know what? Okay, I take that back. I I do want to talk about something that I did learn from it. You know, I I, I talked about this with some people. Everyone knew these people, including you. You're like, of course. You were finishing their names before I even said them. When I, I brought them oh, up yeah, the other yeah. day, right? Yeah. Okay. So I forgot I brought I forgot I even talked to you about this. So so Joiner Truth. W E B Du Bois. J J Well, I said his name <laughs> times. Langston yeah. Hughes. Thurgood Marshall. Okay. So Thurgood Marshall, I've kind of heard that name, didn't know who he was. Langston Hughes, I'm like, uh, maybe music, didn't really know anything about the poetry. JJ from Good Times, I've never seen Good Times. <laughs> so in, in order to be black, you have to watch Good Times. Do you agree with that? I've seen an episode or two. But actually, now I thought about it, you've probably glanced at Good Times before. I didn't know it was Good Times. Yeah. Then Good Times. W.E.B. Du Bois. Mm-hmm. I should definitely have known that guy. Yeah, he's from Georgia. I don't know. I didn't know him. Yeah, he's um, big on the civil rights movement, and he was one of the first people to really talk about this whole ec- economic um, economic reform for African Americans. Because yeah, you're in segregation, but if you have your own, it doesn't matter. That was kind of his thing. What about Sojourner Truth? Sojourner Truth. Ah, crap. I'm trying to remember exactly what she did. Um, it's a she. Yeah. Well, you know more about that person than me. Yeah, I feel like I should. I haven't uh, advocated about her since. for aboli- abolition. There you go. Abolition Civil rights for women. Slavery. Yeah. Okay. So, so the so in order so the thing it started talking about with how to be black is you have to know these people, and I didn't really know these people. I'm a terrible black person, <laughs> right? But I never learned about this. Why? And if I if if I did learn about it, I don't remember it. But we but, went to the same school, so how? No, we didn't. Well, well, not same school, but the same... We're, we lived in the same state, so I assume well, all the I, curriculum would be the same. We take the same tests. Yeah, I don't think the curriculum was the same, because I didn't learn about these people. Wow. But then again, I might have went to a more hood school than you, and we didn't. We just didn't cover it. The hood schools are the ones that cover it the most. No, you're talking about black hood schools. Oh, yes. I went to Mexican hood schools. Oh, I don't man. feel like we covered this. Yeah. I feel like if I went to a black school or even like a diverse school, we would have covered this. But we definitely, I don't remember covering this. I'll be honest. I don't remember Black History Month being that big when I went to a diverse school. I remember Black History Month in elementary school. And you know what we did? Probably Martin Luther King. We drawed, we, we colored in Martin Luther King different shades of brown. Uh-huh. And then there's one kid who colored him purple, and I will never forget that. <laughs> Granted, we're kids, so it, it, right. it, we didn't think anything of it. But I, I think like purple was their favorite color. I just remember Martin Luther King. They colored him purple. I'm like, man, 
this person's an idiot. I even learned rule one back then. Right. And <laughs> that's funny as shit. You know, I'll never forget that. <laughs> now that I'm older, it's funny. So like after so okay, so you said you learned it in elementary school, right? So like did y'all just always just learn Martin Luther King during Black History Month? Well, I remember we watched this cartoon about Martin Luther King. Uh about this guy going back in time, uh-huh. and then like he's bef- he befriended Martin Luther King, and he he brought Martin Luther King to the future, uh-huh. and then everything was like terrible without Martin Luther King, and then Martin Luther King knew he had to go back in time to fix stuff. I've never seen that. I watched that every year during Black History Month. I've never it was seen a, that. it was an animated cartoon about a black guy saying, "Oh, Martin Luther King's so cool," and he wanted to save him from getting shot. So he went uh, back in time, brought him to the future, and then when he brought him to the future, everything was still segregated, and it was terrible. So he had to let Martin Luther King get shot. He had to send Martin Luther King back to be a martyr for you know all civil rights. So uh, what shot. we what we were taught what we were taught was segregation's bad. Right. That's what we were taught through this cartoon, essentially, and we're taught that Martin Luther King helped uh, stop segregation. Anyways, that was that's that's me with Black History Month. That's all. I we watched this cartoon like every year. You didn't watch it? I've never heard, I've never seen it. Oh my god. Like we literally would sit down and we you, would do biographies of You like, know you know what's funny? All those people. You know what's funny? We didn't do you actually studied it and then we just watched a video. Right. <laughs> that was like you you spent probably like a week or something or multiple weeks doing this. Yeah, like you know what? I'm going to ask you a question about one other person. You should know him because he's a scientist. George Washington Carver. I definitely heard the name. Uh, he invented something, like a peanut or something. There you go. Yeah. He's the fun. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I right. But I think I mainly know that because I'm allergic, allergic to, peanuts. To, to peanuts. Yeah. Right. I'm so, allergic to peanuts. I guess there are a lot of... Peanuts. Wow. I'm allergic to peanuts. <laughs> I hope so. But <laughs> I don't know. It's just like... I guess it's it's weird. We're we're in the same state. We take the same tests and have different curriculums. Yeah, I don't. I I think and there's we're all going to public school. Let's throw that in there. We, we yeah. I mean, the, I mean, understand for private schools. I, I I just can't understand how math is on the curriculum for black schools. <laughs> <It> definitely is. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry, that was me being racist. <laughs> no, but or, I also think this is funny too. Um, in Stevenson, the black school I did go to, we had African American literature, like how you would take British literature and all that stuff. We had African. I don't think literature. that was available for me. See, that's funny. Yeah, a lot of um, yeah, um, Angelo, uh, Angel, Maya Angelo, and a whole bunch of other people. Lift every voice and sing was also in our literature. I don't even know what that is. Lift, oh, it's the it's called the um, the Black National Anthem. Lift what? every voice and Ooh. sing we got till to... earth and heaven oh. rings. Okay, uh, we'll have to play that as an intro for uh, <laughs> next week. All right. So, you ready to wrap things up? I'm ready. So, I just want to close with our loyal listener. <laughs> of the week, David Payne. David Payne sent us a video of a puppy getting thrown at someone, and uh, it was pretty terrible. 
but because David, you're our only listener, I thought I'd give you a shout out. And uh, we did both watch this video that you sent. Yeah, that lady's crazy. And yeah, that lady was obviously on drugs. And I, I the say, one thing I I liked, I do want to go on the record. She was hot, but she was crazy. God, I <laughs> I don't think she was hot. Hey, personal opinion. Yeah, she she was too crazy to be hot. I think. I think I've seen enough hot, crazy white chicks to <laughs> to to be very like like yeah they're not hot versus like black people like a big fat white girl like oh damn yo I got the white girl you know yeah, there's she, definitely a double standard but there she had, like, like there's the, definitely like she had the accent and then she had the puppy and then when she threw the puppy I was like oh <laughs> one thing I liked about the black dude uh-huh. is he was like no this ain't your dog no more oh, after yeah. after she threw the dog. One the thing dog I, ran to him. The one thing I really liked about the dog is the dog, after it got it was thrown, ran to the black guy. Yeah. Like, please save yeah. me. This isn't the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was done with this. That's why she had me. Um, but yeah, David, thanks for sharing. Uh, or n- not thank you for sharing, but we, we did watch it, and that was... Uh, Yes, uh, we'll we'll keep keep, keep keep sending us stuff to cover. If you send us something like a topic to cover, I would like that more. Or crazy chicks, that's fine as well. Have you ever heard of something called baby metal? Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> yes, but you I have. Like, I, find, I, feel I showed like it to you the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's quote unquote tough. <laughs> Play a little bit to refresh my memory of it. They're over the age. They're over the age of consent. Alright, it has nothing to do with that. Their songs are actually pretty freaking fire. It's an anime. It's an anime intro concert. It's it's like Look at the video. This is a whole production. All right, look up. Look it up. feels like I'm in an anime. I have to say, their concerts, I I got to say, that looks like a lot of fun. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Follow us, NOD. I forgot our Twitter. Is it NOD <laughs> underscore podcast? I can't remember. I believe it is. Uh, yeah, Nod Podcast. Follow us. You can give us topics to cover. We're here for you, the three people listening. We're here for you. (laughs) I wanted to do it by I'm looking you right in the eyes right now, figuratively, and saying that we're here for you. And I'm going to do a Trump and say, he's not. He's not here for you. (laughs) He's lying and everything else. All right. (laughs) 